0: right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just eight ninety seven at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.
0: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at TrinitySchool.org. That's TrinitySchool.org.
1: Welcome back to More To It, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey to deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. Your host, Marcel Swiley. That dude! And today, let's chop up some wood. Starting with? What's up with that dude? Let's do it, man. Lazy night last night, even though I had to pack uh, spring break. So it's me and the fam, bam, about to jump on the plane and head to H-A-W-A. Uh-uh. <laughs> Remember that mace? Will you please stop smoking, la-la? Puff why I try I'm a thug I'm a da Yeah, I'm heading out to Hawaii. Oh I love it out there. Man, as soon as you land and all that Mokalala Lele and lela le, le, and Monalali, le, whatever the hell they they saying and spelling. I love it. Oh man, that's a different part of America. Say it for real. You don't even feel like you're in America. You're like, y'all lying. <laughs> How the hell y'all in America? It took me, first of all, five hours to get out here, three-hour time difference from Pacific time zone. And I'm just so relaxed. Like, this is not the American way. Nowhere else in the continental U.S. do I feel that relaxed. It's just the music, the ukulele in. all the little ladies be sitting there. I don't know what the hell they be wearing. It's fresh, though, right? Oh, man, it's so good. Respect to the culture, respect to how they just make you feel so welcome. And then you go shopping. Then you go to McDonald's. Then you go find out, damn, (laughs) they charging. They out here taxing for all this relaxation. God, it's expensive in Hawaii. Man, I don't know how they do it, but they get it done. So I was just packing last night, getting it right. Uh, Kitty stayed up a little late. Wife went out to a dinner. I I, I tease and say she got a boyfriend, but she's just working a little bit and doing her dinners and all that stuff. So it's fun to watch. And um, she's living her best life right now. And I'm sitting here just being daddy plus daddy duty plus. It's all good. Um, I had one task last night. I was going to actually tackle my 40 text messages. Yes, four zero text messages that I haven't responded to in weeks. (laughs) I am this guy. I I see all texts. I'm sorry, y'all. If I don't respond, it's just because either I'm busy or I have something else that I prioritize. That doesn't mean I'm busy. It's just like something else more important than your ass. (laughs) It's for real. Uh, And I see them all and I look, I was like, oh, I could hit them back. Because sometimes if you hit somebody right back, they hit you right back. Next thing you know, you're not doing what you're physically able to do in your locale, right where you are, you're supposed to be doing something. But then you check your phone. Oh, 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 let me hit let me hit George back. And you hit George back, and then you see the bubble as soon as you hit send, You're like, dog, you got to you know, space this <laughs> out. Then you're going back and forth, and that's five, 10 minutes. And that's just one dude, one text message chain. And i like, I got 40 of these things plus. Oh, man. So look at me. Poor me. I know y'all all go through the same thing. That's why I bring these things up. It's hilarious. We all do it. Like, damn! If I hit him right back, he gonna hit me right back. But if I hit him right back, he gonna take his time. So that's cool. Cause then it's on him. I don't know. But last night I ain't do either. <laughs> I ain't hit nobody back. I just stared at that number four zero. All right. Let's get into the show today. Mm-mm-mm. This topic might be the entire show, uh, but I'm gonna try and break it up in pieces. Uh, I saw a headline: Stephen A. takes shot at independent creators on the internet really did he uh while literally being in their world like on the internet (laughs) it's crazy oh man let's talk about this um this is still spurned from that dan lebitard interview that was provocative that was great it's good to see when you you know see two friends who are also peers who've also went through the journey and experience together Major media, mass media. Right. And also now one seems fully engulfed in the independent space. Dan Levitard. Right. Even though he's still major and he's still got major brands and sponsorships. And then Stephen A, who's still major mass media. But at the same time, there's a reason why he has a podcast as well. And he has major support as well. Um, The first thing I want everyone to understand is we need to stop with the slander. Let's start. Let's start there stop with the slander let's start there because i'm noticing that everyone is trying to find their factions and find their grouping and place blame all these same traits and attributes that human beings have been doing for thousands and thousands of years and it usually comes from fear and anxiety insecurity let's talk about it um have you noticed all the labels OK, major mass media. Right. I'm saying it. And uh, Then you got podcast creators and independent creators, you know, clickbait and then um, debaters and embracing debate, et cetera. All these labels and associations right to group people because someone has to be blamed for whatever is changing the evolution of this media. That's what's happening right here. So now since we're trying we're trying to label these things and trying to make associations with these things, because really we're just trying to figure out where do we fit and where is it going? We have to put a face to it. We got to put names to it. Right. We got to blame somebody. Right. This is changing because they did that. This is changing because they are in charge. And that's not fair to Stephen A., Stephen A. is the face of media, but he's not the cause of whatever you want to say the issues with media are. Um, Those issues are a lot of us put our hands in in the middle of that huddle and say break. A lot of us contributed to that play. A lot of us contributed to that world. And I'm going to walk you through this in terms of the experience. Um, Let's start here. He's not the reason sports television seems to be at least in taste, opinion, even ratings in decline. Let's be real. It's it's in decline because there are more options. It's in decline because that's a model that has been tried and tested. And it's true, but it's probably run its course in terms of the way that they're doing it in spirit. Have two people, and it's formulaic, right? Two people. You wake up in the morning, you get a list of topics and we go through those topics and we say, which ones do you agree upon? And you agree upon these. Right. You agree on these and you put them to the left. And then you say, which ones do you disagree with? And you put them to the right. And you're like, those are the ones we're going to talk. about, (laughs) And maybe we throw one of those in there from the ones you agree on. And that's it. And we just go. Right. And you're like, damn, that's how they do it. Yeah. They don't make you make up an answer. Now, I have been in rooms before where I've even said, look, I'm on the fence, so I could go either way. That's as close as you get to it being uh, fake or not authentic. It's never Marcellus. Do you think Tom Brady is great or sorry? Um, I think he's great. Well, can you go on air and say he's sorry? No, (laughs) they never do that. But if you're like, oh, yeah, to whoever you're talking about. They'll say, oh, can you argue he's sorry? And you're like, well, yeah, because I think he's kind of all right. He's not great. He's not sorry. I can kind of lean this way because I'm on the fence. That's as fake as it gets. I've never seen it faker than that, just FYI. Okay, so now let's talk about Stephen A. Smith since he's the face of all of this because he makes the most because he's the biggest and baddest, right? He passed Skip up. He passed Colin up. I mean, let's be real. who Who makes more than him doing what he does? No one. Nobody. 12 million reported. Right. Uh, but then he's in a place where he's taking all the hits because if the industry is in suppression, if the industry is in decline, then the face of it has to take the hits, has to take the blame. Right. So we're blaming Stephen A for something, even though Stephen A started what? 1993 journalist. Uh, worked his butt off, as he says. I'm a black man with a resume. Don't know what the hell black got to do with that, but uh, he's a black man with a resume. Like you got a resume, is all good, and you're at the top. So I don't understand um the black part, but it's all good. He says that, and those are his words. Um, and he also says that people don't deserve a seat at the table that don't have that resume, um, that are clickbaiters, that are independent creators. Um, And that's where the problems lie. Uh, People hold on to theirs, you know, tightly. You know, they hold on to it in desperation. And Stephen A is still holding on to his position as the king on the throne. And in that attempt to hold on to that, let's be real. He's noticing that things are changing. Right. That they are taking shots at the throne. They are. Throwing rocks at his crown, and some of them are connecting. Why? And I'm so blessed to be on both sides of this, if not all sides of this. There's probably more than just two, because I was that guy. I was Stephen A. Smith. I remember working with him first time ever. We were on the Best Damn Sports Show. I think in 2001. Yeah, he left me behind. <laughs> Look, Stephen A. <Ageman. laughs> I've just been co-hosting, co-hosting, co-hosting. Go get it, Stephen A. I love it. Um, The thing is, Stephen A knows that now he has to have a toe in this independent space. And he noticed it because his bosses told him he had to have it. Let's talk about this transition because there was a day, and I remember it, when ESPN, where I was working at the time, placed a big bet. And I wouldn't say an early bet, but it was a big bet because it was major media saying we have to lean into social media. And at that time, it was Twitter. Like everyone get on Twitter and everyone go on Twitter and just try to get you a fan base and get people to watch the shows. And, you know, give them little behind the scenes peeks at your life and and content. And obviously, Skip Bayless ran with that. Like Skip Bayless literally would tweet out his show and then go on air and do the show. And people were watching it. Right. So it worked. Um, But they didn't bet on the independent space in terms of content creation at that time. I think that caught them by surprise. I think major media was caught by surprise. uh, How many people would just be at home like me now? uh, But then like 2013, those early adopters or whatever it's a Joe Rogan, 2017, a Pat McAfee, whatever it may be, those guys. They didn't think that they would go home and actually not only create content, but gain such massive audiences greater than the ratings suggest. Let's be real. Uh, the ratings is tough. Nielsen is still dragging their feet and I don't think they're doing it intentionally, but it's kind of hard to curate all this. You got to imagine. There's a linear cable uh stream, right? There's a linear cable watcher. And that person's sitting at home, like, oh man, I'm watching ESPN, cool. And they're getting that typical rating. And do you know for like per hour, uh, the most that people watch is 15 minutes? Like per hour, the most. And that's like an extreme. Um, uh, ratings obviously all across the board are suppressed and down because we just got more options, right? And it's probably less interesting to watch somebody up there who has a corporate brand behind them saying something that you're like, eh, if you were with your boys, just said it a little different, right? And on the internet, you will find that person. <laughs> He's gonna say exactly how you're thinking it. Um, so all across the board, ratings are down. And so then the bet was on Twitter. Then the bet was on like on Instagram and like make yourself more glam and make yourself more popular. Right. But the bet wasn't on YouTube. And did y'all notice all of a sudden the same show and shows and personalities that were on their show? Let's say first take all of a sudden all the clips are on YouTube. And then all of a sudden the actual hosts. The co-hosts were also on YouTube. Now you need a podcast to go with your show. Look at FS1. What's, what's right with Nick Wright? Or what's wrong with Nick Wright? Excuse me. Um, and I love Nick Wright. That dude's a beast. Uh, what's wrong with Nick Wright, right? Uh, Skip Bayless show. Uh, Club Shay Shay, right? And that's the bet now. And they're hedging their bet because they were realizing, hey, everybody's not tuning in to these shows. The 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 ratings at FS1, let's use those because I know those because I was there last. Um average viewership for undisputed, the biggest show, 150, 20,0 000 max. Woo, Club Shay Shay got a million plus subscribers himself. And those views every time I look is millions. Mm, then you 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 don't you can't make the apples to apples comparison because you would really have to say what would happen if they put Undisputed exclusively on the internet versus Club Shay Shay, which is exclusively on the internet. But you get the point. Like they're like, dog, people are tuning into Club Shay Shay more than they tune into Undisputed, and remember, that's only for fifteen minutes max. Guess who knows this? Advertisers, sponsors. And they're like, uh, we used to bet on social media and the social media influencers. You know, we want to move our product not only on commercials, but y'all fast forward through commercials through DVR and TiVo. And then that changed until let's just put bets on like these guys endorsing our product to now. They're like, no, let them have a podcast. Meet them where the people are, direct to consumer, and then we'll place ads in there or we'll just sponsor the entire podcast. Y'all catching all this? It happens fast. Now, when it happens fast to you, you're like, what do I do? Where's my next step? Where's solid footing? For Stephen A. to take these shots, you can see not only is he like, yo, I'm the biggest, baddest. I can take these shots, but also I got to plan my next move. And I think his next move is what he's doing. He's doing the podcast. And you're going to see more and more effort, more and more support, more and more lean into that podcast, because that's where the people are. Let me take you through it all. The fears, the anxieties, not only from these, I guess you can call them the networks, um, but also from the actual talent. The networks are sitting there like, "Yo, we own these socials," and this is one thing I didn't like. This is one thing in my last deal that uh, made me say, "I have to move on." I knew that everything and everyone was going to digital, to going to streaming, online, internet, et cetera. You could tell because why you offering me to do a podcast when you offered me to just do a show four years ago? So four years ago, my contract was just do speak for yourself. And then I was like, ah, I want to do radio because I love doing radio. I knew Max went to first take, duh. But I was like, I could do my own radio or I could do it with somebody else. Ah, we want you just to be fresh for speak for yourself. So we're going to pay you handsomely just to do one show. All right. In those four years, that conversation switched because Club Shay Shay came out in 2020, I think. Skip just came out last year. Nick Wright came out last year. Tons of others. And then the next contract it was like Marcellus you going to do a podcast. What, what? You just told me I couldn't do radio and you never even mentioned a podcast just four years ago. Hmm. Are you really looking out for me? Or are you like, yo, this bottom line is shifting to other spaces, right? So I caught that and I wasn't going to be played in that moment. And I don't think they were trying to play me, but they also weren't being explicit, uh, because they own those socials, right? You can get into a rev share deal and they offered that, but they own the socials and to the tune of, of all these guys that you're talking about, there's one that finally went back and I can't say his name cause I protect the guilty, but there was one who went back and fought for a percentage of the social media accounts. And he got a percentage, but They're sitting there like, yo, y'all ain't even catching this. All those clips, money to the network. Now, they pay you a big, handsome check so that you don't even think about those things. But you should think about those things because why? That's your independence. That is your money. That is something that you own. That's your IP. Like, you're doing the show, and you're putting out all the content, and then they have all the ownership, And that's where the rub is. Let's talk about the security that comes from that big fat paycheck to just go up there, talk for a couple hours and then go home and do it again tomorrow. Rinse and repeat. That's what that gives you security. But you're an employee to the fullest. You don't own the socials. You don't own the show. If they want to wake up tomorrow like they are NFL Network or ESPN Disney and say, hey, we got layoffs. Bye bye. Peace. There are no layoffs for the YouTuber, right? (laughs) There's no layoffs for the independent creator. If he don't want to work tomorrow, he doesn't work tomorrow. If he does, he does. Right. And that's a big difference. So you got the security of the network job and you have also the big check that comes with that security. Oh, just comfortable. I ain't got to worry about Jack ratings, whatever. Y'all figure that out. I'm trying my damnness, and that's all I could do. But you don't have any, and I mean any, ownership. Not a single soul has a percentage in ESPN. Not a single soul owns a percentage of FS1 or Fox. Stop playing. Over here, you can own it all. But What's 100% of nothing, right? And that's the risk of independence. If you don't pop, (laughs) it doesn't work, right? You can have all the freedom in the world, all the independence in the world. But where's the revenue? Where's the security? And that's the rub. And that's why you're seeing all of this new media versus old media. You're seeing major mass media and networks versus independent creators. That's why you're seeing this Crip and blood kind of like gang fight right now. and Everybody trying to really stake their territory. They're trying to do it because things are changing. There's an evolution going on right now. Um, let me walk you through how this all started in my eyes. Um Stephen A. is taking these hits unnecessarily because Stephen A. just climbed to the top of the mountain. But how did that mountain get created? I was there like day one. Jamie Horowitz. Look him up if you don't know who he is. Um, former ESPN executive and Fox. I think he was the president of Fox uh, FS1 for a minute there. Um, and Jamie Horowitz, good friend. Uh, I really respected his work, especially day one, because he took me under his wing, um, and creating shows like first take, uh, sports nation, you know, et cetera. I think he created undisputed too. I want to say yes. Um, point being, he was like the, the face of embrace debate. Basically you guys need to get up there and we need to have some, some contrast y'all need to go at it. Let's bring the barbershop to life, whatever you want to call it, embrace debate. And, That took the industry and that took individuals on different roads because it popped. So in the industry, all of a sudden you got all these gremlins, right? Yo, yo, they popping over there. How are they popping? Well, they're arguing. Oh, well, let's argue over here. But if it's not authentic or you don't have the proper personalities or the right chemistry, it's not going to pop. Two people arguing. What you all arguing over after a certain point? You're like, and who is arguing? And then you just start to tune out. But it popped. I mean, it popped and I, I wasn't a part of those shows. I would go on first take. I would go on, but that wasn't my spirit. I'm not a debater. I'm a discusser. <laughs> That's why y'all say, damn, this dude talks so much. Yeah, because I like to discuss stuff. I like to talk. I like to make you think and then you chime in and then we all get smarter, right? I'm not sitting here talking at you, talking to you. I ain't got all the answers, even though I act like it sometimes. <laughs> but the industry went on that road. Let's embrace debate. Not only with the show, but just industry wide. Right. And individuals started to figure out like, yo, I got to really pop instead of saying, oh, he's a good player. I got to say, damn it, ain't nobody better. See the difference? He's a good player. No, he's a great player. Damn it, ain't nobody better. (laughs) And that's where it all went. Hot sauce on everybody's burrito. So then. They went those ways and they placed those bets and they realized that, okay, it's time to place different bets. The individuals and the entities, the entities right now are looking at everything and saying, we got to get to the people direct to consumer. It's just as simple as that. Y'all hate to say it. There's no other way to look at it. And the the individuals are starting to come. uh, Myself included. I just frankly said, and I bring it to y'all raw. I bring it to y'all real. I was making $1.9 million at FS1. And my next deal, they were offering me like one, one. That was It was probably going to be a little less haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was not going to do the same show. I couldn't do Speak anymore. Um, y'all know what Speak is now. <laughs> it's a little ice skating, right? It's a little fluffier. Um, they bet on Acho as they should. Acho is half my age. Looks half as good as me. Not me stop. Oh, that's my dog. Uh, he's half my age. I mean, he wants to do that. And he wants to do those type of shows. Um, I wanted to do this. And I told him that from hello. And that's why we had to say goodbye. But also, um, the one one was going to be like to join first things first. So I had to, you know, take some money away. I was like, whatever. Uh, but the, the bet was that show has three other people. So they were like, yeah, we can't pay you the same. I didn't go all the way through in negotiations. I probably could have got that up a little more. Um, but I just that was their initial offer, like one one. I was like, Ugh. and I was like, yeah. And then I I realized through just looking at my neighborhood, my conversations with people I know, independent creators I know, independent creating agencies, and I know people that represent people on the internet, and them people that represent them are rich the people on the internet are wealthy. I'm like, dog, I got neighbors, dog. I played a lot of football and been in the media for a long time. And there's YouTubers in my neighborhood, like dog. I'm like, Dude, what the-? you go by their house like at midnight and they live in these little content houses and stuff. And there are just lights on <laughs> and they just in there just plowing through stuff. And I'm like, dog, these little kids out here eating, but I'm not scared of them. You know, you can't beat them. Join them um, in that kind of respect. But long story short, I saw one point one to whatever I was going to get them up to one, three, one, five and even one nine. And I was like, dog, the money not worth staying here if that's the money, because I had felt that no matter how much I was going to make, I could make more here. That was the money conversation. Stephen A makes 12 million. Woo! Like, first of all, I ain't going to get to Stephen A level. Just be real. I'm not gonna go there. Like whatever it takes to go there. And there is a certain formula for that. You notice that the top three dogs, Skip, Stephen A. Colin, never play ball. So that means they have a different investment. They're invested into journalism. I'm invested into the athlete experience and into athletics, professional athletics. Some stuff I just don't do. Some stuff I won't say. Some stuff I won't I won't go there. And they do. I mean, they go all the way there because they're not invested in it the same. Let's just be real. And that's the industry rewards that. That's what culture is. This culture of sports media rewards that and that I couldn't do. So I was like, I ain't going to make Stephen A money. And even if I do, you know how much McAfee making? (laughs) Good Lord. So I take top dog to top dog. That's how I do it. Like apples to apples. Who's the top dog on this independent track and who's the top dog on the major mass media track y'all know what it is (laughs) McAfee making three four times much as much as Stephen A that's why the industry is going where McAfee is that's why Stephen A is now where McAfee is at least one foot there and then the other foot in first take damn that's good that's a balancing act now I should have I should have balanced it out like that but I went all in on this so I just wanted to hip y'all to that (laughs) I wanted to hip y'all. You. Oh, you hear that frog? I wanted to hip y'all to that because I think a lot of stuff right now is up in the air in terms of the blame, the labels, and who is in charge. And I think right now people are making money and they're realizing why not have ownership with it as well, right? Money and power. Not just money, and even Stephen A is coming to that realization. It seems like, but taking shots at the independent creators, Stephen A is above that, and he should stay above that. I hope he does, because you're just gonna look weak. Like that's like saying, "Oh man, our music was better than you alls music." Like, dog, whatever you saying, old man. Nobody give a damn. <laughs> like, is it selling? Do people like it? You got to get with the times, and you can see by all these moves that others are getting with the times. All right. Speaking of getting with the times, uh, man, doesn't seem like LeBron wants to keep up with these times. I'm with him, too. Uh, he ain't paying to be verified on Twitter. Me either. Damn it. Elon Musk, you got all my money off your three Teslas you sold me. I <laughs> got all them Teslas. I ain't spending eight dollars a month for no damn blue check mark. You can have it. And hey, let's talk about that, because there's changes to the social media platform and Twitter and all those legacy accounts. They say um, if you want to keep your blue badge, you know what you got to do? Uh, you got to start ponying up eight dollars a month. Now, this is supposed to start on April first, April Fools, right? And they say Elon Musk obviously is a jokester. You got all that money, damn it! You can clown anything and anybody. <laughs> it may be just a prank, but LeBron, like prank or not, no sir, not me. <laughs> He's like, "Quote, well, guess my blue check will be gone soon because if you know me, I ain't paying the five. <laughs> Oh man, LeBron's crazy, and I am with him. What is it about the blue check mark? Let's just be real. The original reason for the blue check mark was just to make sure you know that that is actually the authentic person that's supposed to be who has a platform, who's a celebrity, who's an athlete, entertainer, someone with a high profile, right? Someone in the public sphere. You're supposed to know. That's him. And LeBron needs to know that more than anybody. Why? Because they troll LeBron. Remember when they first start saying you can buy your blue check marks and somebody put out that tweet about LeBron saying that he was going to get traded from the Lakers? He's like, "Ah, I love you, Laker fans, but peace out. That was a troll faking LeBron's account. So there is a reason for the blue check marks. But when they allowed people to start buying them, all those reasons went out the door. Um, I know it's difficult sometimes to follow people's social media handles. It's like, dog, what the hell is your handle? Not everyone's as lucky as me, right? Marce- at Marcellus Wiley. At Marcellus Wiley. People always say, what's your social? At Marcellus Wiley. No, what's your social? At Marcellus Wiley. <laughs> it's simple. like. But, you know, a lot of people got to have uh, underscore, you know, Max Kellerman or uh, this is me at Dan Levitard <laughs> underscore 374. You know, like you got to do all that. And then that's where the trolls live. Uh, but I just thought it was hilarious that they still really out there trying to charge us for social media. Like where they do that at? Like I thought social media is supposed to be free, and and if it's not free and you're gonna upcharge me, why are you charging me to be authentic and then you let everybody buy it? Like that's crazy. So I don't think this is a smart play by Twitter. I think it was dumb when they allowed people to buy it because now I just look. And I see blue check marks all the time. And I'm just like, I think it's all fake, even if it's really the person it's supposed to be. I just think it's like, whatever, whatever. They ain't nobody. And so now you just kind of diluted it, right? You just made it all watered down. So now you're going to try to water something down and then make me pay it on the upcharge? Yee, Elon, you smarter than that. At least the Teslas tell me you smarter than that. But this Twitter run you're on right now doesn't add up. Let's talk about Deion Sanders, man, my dog. Deion Sanders... Give spring break warnings to his players. And I love this because I got to talk y'all through these coaches when they go there. Hey, I don't want none of y'all, none of y'all acting up over this break. None of you, okay? If I read one story that has any of my players in it, wherever you are, you better stay there. Don't bring your ass back. (laughs) Look at that coach like, what's your old ass going to do? a five-star you better recognize or two you be like dog you did it too now you're gonna act all holier than now can i live coach but you better not mess up i do know that because coach will not he would not hesitate to make an example of you trust me especially if you're a three-star uh so it's funny because every coach i've ever had whether it's the bye week whether it's victory mondays you never ever We'll see happier 300 pound men in your life. And I'm not even talking about when they're eating. I'm talking about when you say victory Monday after a game. (laughs) All that means is you don't have to come into the facility on Monday. But what it really means is you could fly somewhere. Ooh, that's Sunday afternoon. Take a flight. And you know us. We used to go to Miami a ton. Go to Miami. Stay down there to Tuesday night and come back. Oh. We'll rest later. (laughs) You're right. And that's how it was. But they always say that. And it's funny because most of the time guys don't get in trouble. Like it's 2000 dudes. How many times you hear stories you hear of random stories. You even hear of exaggerated stories like Odell and the giants and the Timberlands on the boat, (laughs) you know, like, man, that's all y'all got. Uh, Romo. Oh my God. He, He was off and he was down in Cabo with Jessica Simpson. Like, that's all y'all got. <laughs> like, seriously. I mean, there are some incidents, of course, but they're always incidents. If if human beings are alive, they're going to do something bad. Somebody, somehow, some way. Right. So like to blame it on like the break. A lot of guys just charge up. That's not a story. A lot of guys just go home and see the family. That's not a story. A lot of guys go and party and ball out and pop bottles. That's not even a story. It's only the few. And then we obviously bring hyperbole to it. but. Football is a different animal than the other sports, so I get why coaches in football especially go there. Because we, we suffer from two things. One, there's so many of us, we got a mob mentality. Like, we we steady mobbing like Ice Cube and them. We out there deep. No matter where you go, if it's a football player there, there's other football players there, right? Basketball players kind of go on their lonely a little bit. You see a stick, a giraffe here and there, and you're like, oh, that's a basketball player. Oh, that's so-and-so. Okay, that's cool. But you don't see a mob as much as, Football players is one. There is not as many of them. There's 450 basketball players. There's 2000 of us. We roll deep. But that's not the real reason. Not just the mob mentality. It's the helmet. I call them helmet habits, (laughs) like the helmet habits that we all possess because we played football. We do a lot more. We do three much just to get noticed being real. Um, football players go in the club and try to compete with a basketball player. And this is back in the days when we didn't make as much as basketball players. Now we do make as much as basketball players just ain't guaranteed. So do you really, <laughs> but point being th- there's guys in the NFL, what, 50 million, 40 million is about what, 10 dudes. that make 40 some NBA guys. What they making forties. Yep. Same thing. Dak made send it five one year. Like, so NFL money and NBA money is different, but it's the same, at least at the club. But back in the days and and still to now, cats without their helmet, they got to do more to get recognized. Like the average girl, because this is all about the currency of getting a woman's attention. Let's stop. Ain't nobody going to the club to kick it with their boys. They go in there to get hollered at or to see what's out there. Or just to be like, yo, I'm getting a little, little away time away from the family and stuff. But you're still checking. <laughs> like, what's... <laughs> That's how it looks out here, boy. You can tell when it's the old head in there. That's me. Boy, woo, I'm, glad, I'm glad I ain't single. That's what we say. What, what Basically, what we really mean is like, damn, if I was single, boy, it'd be on. <laughs> so serious. Oh, man. But them helmet habits get us in trouble. Seriously, get us in real trouble. Uh, Cats just be doing too much. And football players, you know, I don't know. We got more testosterone. It's just we show it more. <laughs> got, football players be acting donkey when they go out, right? And that's it. It's that helmet habit and that mob mentality all mixed up. So all's good in the hood. Uh, I just thought that was funny that Dion went there and uh, makes, sure, hey, hey, I don't want to hear nobody's name. Next time I say y'all name, it better be the next time I hear about y'all. Cause I'll bear not on this break read one thing that has your name in it. <laughs> like, all right, coach, where are you going on your spring break? That's the real question, Coach. All right, let's get to the last story. Pat Bev, man, talking about why he doesn't have sex the night before games. And I laughed at this. He said he's keeping his legs fresh. Oh man, he got he got caught by that Mitch bug. You remember that in Rocky when Mick, Mick was like, a... Uh wanna make sure you you're straight. Don't you mess with well right another night. Oh, another night. <laughs> what was Mick talking about? Make sure he's right. Oh man. Rocky couldn't mess around. Mick was mad as hell. Oh, you had a, a fresh legs, Rock. <laughs> I was like, all right, Rock. Oh man. That is a myth. I, I tell you, boy, you talking about a placebo effect. You talk about something mental more than physical. Is this and it got legs like this whole myth? has been around for ages and it's some BS. Let me tell you why the best game I ever had in college. And I think it was my junior year against Princeton. Why I say it was my best game because I was a sports illustrated player of the week, which was huge for someone at Columbia um, because it got me national notoriety. But more than that, I think I had a sack forced fumble, fumble recovery, touchdown interception, Something else um like i I hit every column as a defender, and they were like, yo, this dude get you're gonna get a war for this. Guess what I did the night before? <laughs> hello, um, <clears throat> the night before that not not because of my intention, um, it wasn't because I was like in the streets or anything. um, this girl came by, and it was a girl that I was um let's just say I was on the hunt for red October. And it was a October night. (laughs) She came through. And when she came through, bro, I was like, it's a now or never conversation. (laughs) It felt that way because I was on the hunt. I don't know why she came through that night. Maybe in her mind or to her homegirls, you know, she's like, he got a game tomorrow. Let's see if he really liked me, girl. If he let you, girl, if he let you come over, if he let you come over the night for his game, you know, Marcel serious about his football. He, that I don't know about the rest of them dudes on team. He's serious about his football. If he let you come over, he like you, girl. I don't know if it was that or she just was just like, it just hit her. Like, oh, yeah. The dude that's playing tomorrow. I actually like him too. Let me go over and see what's up. Well, I ain't have much willpower. Long story short. <laughs> and we went there. We went to the heavens all night long. And I was shook. I remember I woke up like, oh, my God, Becky. uh, I'm a going to mess up today. This is going to be my worst game. I remember because I had the Rocky in my head. I had Mick in my head. <laughs> like... I done messed up. I'm about to mess around and have the worst game. I had the best game I ever had. So, obviously, I shattered that myth in my head, but I wasn't over there broadcasting and telling anybody. My boys, a couple of my boys, but I didn't tell the world because I was like, dog, I can't believe it. And then, like anything, this is why you can't let anybody get away with something that's wrong because they're going to do it again. I don't know when I did it again, but I did it again. And let me tell you, the myth was real. (laughs) I was sorry as hell. And I can't remember the game. That's to let you know I blocked it out. I don't remember the game or whatever, but I was sorry. To the point where every time I did it after, maybe once or twice in the pros, it felt like maybe once or twice in the pros, maybe a few more times, I didn't have great games. Like it got into my head for real. Um, but I had my best game ever, and then I had sorry games, and then I had okay games. So I think it's just like anything. Like, it is what you make of it. So a man thinketh, so he is, right? But uh, I went there a few times, and I was like, dog. I tried to fight that myth. I was like, come on, man. Just, just, just be good to me. But there are guys, and let me just tell you that, and y'all know it's true. There are guys that go in and still ball out. Hall of Famers, man. I know Hall of Famers that just did the damn thing. Same as the party animals on the team, same as the scrubs on the team. They just were a little more discreet <laughs> and they got away with it. Tiger Woods proves that, right? Tiger Woods, I don't know what he was doing before them damn Masters and, <laughs> and US Opens, but whatever it was, it was working. So, so a man thinketh, so is he. All right, y'all, let's end this show right now with a Wileyism. Y'all know it. Wileyism. Uh, this is from a fan actually hit me one time. He chopped some game up. I think it was a little weird because he, his spelling and and all the the, the, the fonts were off. It was kind of like Cam Newton fonts. But uh, uh, he said some jewels in there as well. He said, you are in the wrong place when the best thing to you is the worst thing for you. Oh, that sound like the club. <laughs> that, sound like, that sound like the old head at the club. Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Boy, boy, I tell you, if I was single. ooh, y'all got it. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, man. It is crazy though when if you're in a place where where everything is saying do this and you know that ain't good for you, yeah, you're gonna have to check where you are. Uh I've been there before, not just a club, but just like in social settings where you're like, you know, I've seen cats try to do drugs and cocaine. I have never done cocaine, never will. Bias scared the hell out of me growing up. I'm, nope, 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 nope. What do you do once they said or something? Nope. Nope. <laughs> no (laughs) hell nah drank bruh drank in a gummy that's about as far as i'm going so i was like "Mm -mm -mm." so i've been in those settings before and when you know you're in the wrong place when the the, the best thing everybody's like oh oh, you got to try this you got to do this you got to do this and you're like yo that's bad like seriously and i hated that kind of pressure growing up i hated those type of people that knew that that was bad but because they were doing it or because they wanted you to act up with them so they could feel better about their bad ass, um, they wanted to suggest it to you. Hated that, hated that, hated that, hated them. Stop hanging with them. Wouldn't even confront them. Because if you confront them, then you're tangling with poison and y'all over there arguing over something bad. Now I'm wrapped up in bad. Nope. Just distance myself, you know? And just resist it by avoiding it. And that's how it went. So check yourself, man. Check your people, check your surroundings, check what they're rewarding where you are and it kind of loops back to our original conversation of now uh, sports media is rewarding not only kind of like those who argue and yell and just are entertainers more than educators but also what's being rewarded the digital space authenticity like this real intimacy community right so make sure you're in the places where you know the rewards and those are the rewards you desire right because you're in the wrong place when the best thing to you is the worst thing for you. All right, y'all. Y'all know what? That'll do it. For more to it, check the show notes for all the information on our topic today. Today! You want to keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Marcel Swally. More to it is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, Dad Dude Entertainment, and Workhouse Media. The show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcel Swally, Paul Anderson, and Nick Pinella. Hey, I'm Marcel Swally. What up, boy? Thanks for listening. And thanks for those reviews. Keep them coming. There's more coming for more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon. Go. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get
0: travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products.